This podcast is sponsored by Buxton in Bayside, the premier Bayside real estate agency. Welcome to the Bayside Bubble. I am Marie Lacey, and together with my co-host Kate Harvey, we are delighted to share fun and fascinating stories that make Bayside one of the best places to live in the world. The Bayside Bubble podcast is all about our local community, connecting with Baysiders who make a positive difference to where we live. This podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, Buxton in Bayside and Chisholm Constructions. So get on board and share the bubble love. Welcome back to the Bayside Bubble. Hello, kitty cats. Hi, Marie Lacey. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yes. Everything's good? Everything's cruisy right now. Same. Yeah. Now, we had last time... Our last podcast, we had wonderful Damien from the Flower House here. We did. I ate half the baguette he gave us before we left the studio. And I can actually vouch for that because I saw it in action (laughs) and I saw all the crumbs all over our (laughs) podcast table. Um, He was awesome. And just the tips he gave us. Oh, I know. I will not be cooking sourdough myself. Why bother? No, why bother? But also for those who didn't have a chance to listen to Damien, it's worth going to it visit really the Flower House because it's a beautiful establishment. Mm. And um, the great news about what they do at the Flower House is it's all sourced locally. So they get their flour from local Victorian. I know. I know. And have oh, mills. Just support local. And oh, it was just such a great business yeah. model. So thanks, Damien, for coming on board. So that was good. And you, what other bit of news do you have? So we talked about uh, the Belilla Garden Party a few episodes ago and apparently there were over 2,000 people that turned up for it. Oh, really? You weren't one of them, were you? Well, I was planning to go <laughs> and I don't know what happened, but it was like, I think it was from 10 till 3, but looking at the photos, it was like a great turnout. I know, I know. There was, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great turnout and um, the general feedback was that there is an absolute desire to see Belilla renovated and rejuvenated, opening its doors for everything from high teas to a small museum. So oh. lots of ideas there. Good. Yeah. The high tea always gets me. Oh, I know. Always. I love a good always. high tea. Always. Oh, my gosh. Can't go well, past it. Well, I'm glad that went well. Mm. And it looked mm. like a sunny day, so everyone had a great time. It is. Yeah. And before we actually move on to what we're going to talk about today, there's yeah. two other things that are open for comment at the moment that I just want to mention that I just remembered. Um, so, uh, parklets. The little spacelets, remember? There's a um, draft policy and guidelines that have been issued. And um, from the response before, something like 89% of respondents want to keep them. So they're definitely, you know, on the on the horizon for being kept. And so guidelines and policy have just been released as a draft. And so we can now go in and give our feedback for that. So I would say if you're interested in that, then then go and do your feedback for that because that would be awesome to continue with those. I love them. Um, And the second thing was um, something very interesting that I've now completely... Oh, no, I've just remembered. (laughs) (laughs) They are proposing a warm water pool and a Mm. wellness centre in Bright um, and asking for feedback on that at the moment. Oh. Just say yes, please. Interesting. I mean, I, I know. So this whole wellness centre, I think it would be an amazing facility for um, local residents. So go in and have a look on that oh, on, that on sounds... the local council website and see what they're proposing. Okay. 
All right, good to hear. Yeah. So while we're on the Bay Science City Council site, I mm. came across a very interesting course that I think would be worth you and I having a bit of a chat about. Is that the, the IT for senior citizens? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, that'd be good. Actually, I need that. <laughs> gee, that was, ouch, that hurt. Um, talking about that hurt, it's uh, quite an apt intro because okay. they're doing, they're offering a women's self-defence course. Fabulous. At the Bayside City Council. Mm-hmm. Um, and the location is at the 276 New Street Brighton location. Okay. And when are they running it? They Well, they started already. So it's an introductory course and I think they'll have more, based on the numbers that, that attend, I think they'll probably do it again because it started on the 16th of Feb and it goes till the end of March. So we've still got a bit of time um, and it goes from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. on a, ooh, I think it's a Wednesday night, but I'll check that further. However... It's a six-week course and they teach you effective techniques on how to assess and evade a threat. Oh, I like the assessment part. So do I, as when when to actually action if you do need to action. So they look at the way you hold, the way you, you know, if there's going to be a choke or a strangle. Um, So I think this course looks amazing. So let's chat about self-defence. I agree. Um, One thing when... Um, you said assessment that really resonates with me and something that I'm very passionate about now is just telling, and, and women especially, and I know, you know, that um, it's not just women, but the majority of um, who are attacked are women, um, is that I always tell people to trust their gut instinct if they're feeling uncomfortable in any type of situation, not to ignore it and just go, oh, it's fine. True. That's something that's very important True, to me. but then, well, that's right. Then, But then some people don't have that awareness no. of their that gut feeling. So sometimes you don't have the time to even feel that. No, no, but it's... That's, it's true, but it's true. It's something that we, we, we should do. be aware of. Um, yeah. We, we just try and still be polite around people when we're feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, well, <laughs> talking about self-defence, and one of the articles I did read pretty much says that violence against women contributes to more death, disability and illness to women between 15 and 44 years of age than any other preventable risk factor. Wow. So learning self-defence does provide you that power to avoid situations and becoming one of those stats. Yep, totally, Um, totally. And, you know, I won't go into the terrible stats because they're just too sad, but it's all about prevention and awareness. Yep. So when you take control of yourself, so if you're in a situation... When you're walking along by yourself at night, what would you do? If you felt that gut feeling you talked yeah, yeah. about, what would you, are you, are you prepared? Are so you? the sad thing is, is that I try and avoid walking by myself good. at night. Good. Um, but if you, that's but not some, good. No. It would be nice to be able to do that. Um, and it was funny, I was talking to some male friends of mine and some of them don't even realise that we have these tactics um, I'm just about to talk about, and they were shocked that this is a standard sure. for us and what we're taught. Um, so I walk along with my key in my um, fist, um, with my keys in my fist as a as a weapon, um, and never walk along with uh, headphones in both ears either at night or in a situation where I'm feeling uncomfortable. Um, Always aware of my surroundings, so always looking around, checking behind me. Um, I love it when the sun is behind me and I can see my shadow, shadow yes. and I can see um, 
you know, the shadow of people coming up behind me. That's um, something I really, really value. And here's the thing. Um, when you and I were away recently, we were on these beautiful walks and we both said to each other that if we were by ourselves, we'd feel a little bit um, unsafe. Um, and what I didn't tell you is that when I do do walks by myself, um, I find a sharp rock and I walk with it in my hand. And this is middle this a, of the day. Is this a boulder or is this a small rock? It's, it's, <laughs> it's big enough right, to hold. To, to have a bit of weight behind it. Okay. So it's not a tiny one. Yes. But it's not a, a I don't have to use two hands and I'm not walking along with it, but right. I make sure there's a sharp bit. Right. Um, and I walk, you know, and as I said, these are just, you know, standard walks around Melbourne and surrounds um, and I'll walk with it in my hand and at the end of it, I'm very Marie Kondo with it, I will say thank you to the rock for protecting me and then put it down at the end of my walk. Okay. Okay. So this is an interesting question. If you were in a situation where and you're walking along with the rock, you can't, you don't have the shadow mm-hmm. option and you feel unsafe and you turn around and there's a stranger mm-hmm. and there, and you feel threatened Yep. and that person, the offender, goes towards you, what would you do with that rock? Where would you place it? Would you throw it? Would you hold it? What would you do? If he, if he or she attacks you? Yeah. What would yeah. you do with it? Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be expecting me to have it. So no. it, if they were very close, I couldn't throw it. No. Um, but if they were close, it would be in the eye or the ear or the throat or the genitalia, mm. um, the, the soft parts that are unprotected like that. That's what I would use it for. Okay. Because I've always thought about what I would do. And I mm. and I remember walking along, again, we're talking bayside paths mm-hmm. many, many years ago when I was much younger and being in situations. And at the time, there's a probably back in the 1990s in Bayside, they had some issues with people yep. around yep, yep. in those bayside paths in the dark. And so you're always concerned when you went for a you know, sunset walk. Um, but I remember thinking, what would I do? And I would, I remember reading that you're supposed to knee them in the genitalia. That's the first thing you need to do. So what you do is you protect your face um, and you put your knee up and you totally kick them as where it hurts. Um, And so I've always had that visual. Now, talking about that, easier said than done. Especially if they come at you from behind, right? Absolutely. So (laughs) the article that I did read talks about being you know, a self-defence class is great exercise. Yes. So they say at the end of the day, you know, it's working a range of vital parts of your body to mm-hmm. do exercise. So they say, you know, things like Pilates, yoga, judo. Wow. Taekwondo. It also is an incredible way of exercising your own power and confidence. Right, okay. you need the confidence to do that because of you're frightened. Of course. So the Pilates and yoga is that strength. Strength. Yeah. Part of it. Judo, Taekwondo is using yep. your legs and your arms yep. as self-defense. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The other too. thing they say, which is interesting, is do something now. So what happens is we're talking about it now. Mm-hmm. And I love that the Bayside City Council yeah, are offering great. that. I mean, I'd love to know who came up with the idea, who has come up with that is awesome. But they say it's all about education. Mm-hmm. So how many times have you walked and gone, well, if this happens, I'd do this. But is that the best way to do it? I don't know. So that's why I think we should all be educated about going and attending something like this. I agree. So we're prepared about what's the best way to manage yourself if you are in a situation. Yeah. We should sign up for the next one. I think we should, actually. I'm quite interested in it. Yeah, me too. Um, 
What's another, the other thing that I read, which I found fascinating, so this particular article, and anyone can watch it, so I read it, it's, um, I'll give you the um, link, it's called ifttaekwondo.com women's self-defence. So it's, it was actually written in 2021, it's really, really good. There's seven different points, main major points, but one of them, which is so fascinating, is number six, which is be feminine. What does that mean? Yeah, this is a terrible misconception. So unfortunately perpetuated by mass media, they're saying that many models, actresses, and even pageant winners are devotees of women's self-defence because people think it's incredibly feminine because it's empowering. So encouraging women to take self-defence is a beautiful, inspiring thing. Don't think it's this misconception that, you know, this macho, you know, masculine thing doing a self-defence course. Okay. That's what they say. Yeah, I never thought it that way. No. So ignore the dangerous misconceptions of mainstream media and enjoy learning self-defence. I think it's more about changing the perception of it being something done out of fear. Yeah. Which is the point where we're coming from. So instead of coming from a point of fear, it's coming from a point of empowerment instead. I think that's, I agree with that. Well, they also say some people, you know, think that that there, there could be a distasteful love for violence. So some people think, you know, this is going to be great. Let's get, you know, let's get physical and let's hit and punch. And, and I don't I, get that from I know. self-defence well, classes, though. But some people might think that. So that's one of their points, which is just an interesting one. I to think see. they were running out of points. No, not at all. Do something now. <laughs> be accountable, which is great, great Absolutely. exercise we talked about. Absolutely. Um, take control for yourself. Just not for yeah. yourself, another woman. Like if you saw someone else walking along, yeah. what would you do? How would you intervene? Oh, I'd intervene, don't you worry. Yes, but how to do that Yeah, without affecting the safety of the person that's been yeah. attacked. Yeah. So lots of good stuff there. Mm, definitely. Well, I think we'll be signing up for the next class for sure. And as I mentioned at the start around the IT for seniors, the council does do some great education programs for the community. We just don't look at them much because, you know, we have busy lives, et cetera. But sure. certainly something like this is... Yeah. is you know, very much mainstream that we can all all enjoy um, and have a look at the other classes that they're doing as well. There's some great ones there. Well, I just looked at who is running it mm-hmm. and it's called Melbourne Hapkido, which mm-hmm. is in Brighton. Right. Um, great. It's a martial art business that's supporting Bayside City Council. So beautiful. Brilliant. Great. Done. <laughs> Get out there and do it. So we should do that Indeed. actually. We, we should. should. Yeah. We should. All right. Well, that was a great one for this week. A bit of uh, community service announcement this week, Marie Lacey. It was too. We need that now and then, don't we, Kitty Cat? <laughs> we do. We, we do. do support them. We, we, we pay. Absolutely. And I think when you, like you said, when you live in Bayside, because we are, we've got a busy life, you actually don't think about what there is that's currently on offer. Mm-hmm. This is a great one. There's so many other things on there, but the, the website. So go and support Bayside City Council. Courses, definitely. Courses. Yes, because the more we engage in them, the more they'll do. Absolutely. Love it. Thanks, Marie Lacey. Thanks, Kitty Cat. Thanks for listening this week. And um, next week, what are we talking about, Marie? Well, Kitty Cat, a bit of a holiday. A little little journey out into the central part of Australia. I know, a little beyond Bayside bubble next week. Yeah, that's going to be fun. (laughs) All right, thanks, Bayside. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 
You've been listening to the Bayside Bubble. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support us, you can like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Or if you have no idea what that means, just tell your family and friends, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, whoever will listen. Catch all the latest from us on Insta and Facebook and take a look at our website, baysidebubble.com.au, while you're at it. And of course, this podcast would not be possible without Buxton Real Estate and Chisholm Constructions. So thanks again. We'll see you next time on the Bayside Bubble.